Welcome to the Thomas Anonymous Show with your host, Tommy Natoli. That's me. This is the best LGBTQ plus podcast featuring members and allies of the community. They share their experiences growing up, coming out, and all the fun in between. It's hilarious, poignant, and salacious. So you better buckle up, because it's going to be a truthful, sparkly ride. Hello, yes, it's me. Oh, thank you. I love my fake audience. You're beautiful. Welcome to the show, everyone, and thank you for listening. Hey, guess what? Did you know you could totally leave a review on Apple Podcasts? Yeah, that would be great. We used to say iTunes. Now it's Apple Podcasts. I don't know. It's a political thing. No, it's not. I don't really know. Anyway, there is a link to the Apple Podcasts Thomas Anonymous on my Instagram. Follow me on Insta at Thomas Anonymous Pod. That's on Instagram at Thomas Anonymous Pod. I know anonymous is hard to spell. I get it. It took me forever to freaking figure it out myself. Just Google it. There's a Y in there. It's confusing. I know, but it's Thomas Anonymous Pod. Everybody knows that. Also, real quick morning announcement. Last week, last episode, I had said that my book was coming out this year, and that was a total misstep. Um, I, as the politicians would say, I misspoke. And I actually meant next year, but my brain's already in 2021, so, you know, you get it. I also want to give a shout out to the new streaming platform, Happy TV, featuring all LGBTQ plus content. They've got movies and music and podcasts, and it now features yours truly, Thomas Anonymous. Now available on Happy TV. Today's show, I'll be talking with one of my comedy friends here in L.A., Joaquin Martinez. He is a regular at my favorite place in the entire world, Dow Comedy Studio. Everybody knows that. And he joined me for the live broadcast of the Thomas Anonymous show on Stereo App. All right, so let's sit back, relax, and enjoy Thomas Anonymous and Joaquin Martinez. Yeah, I, you know, I've worked in WeHo for the last five years or so, and it is a... Oh, bless your heart. We're a special kind of people there. Oh, my God. I had no idea you worked in... Oh, God, you need, like, a trophy and a plaque. You know, it's it's not as bad. Um, it's not that... Well, it is pretty <laughs> bad, but, you know. Usually, it's usually pretty easy to insult those people right back to their face because they have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> yeah and it's you know, like, like, i mean we hope we hope queens are a lot like their little shitty purse dogs it's like it's all about the tone and inflection yeah it's like yeah you're a, yeah who's a stupid faggot who's gonna die alone you're gonna die alone they have no idea what's going on. Just well that's that you know I'll... giving them attention it's it's like one of the the shitty things i hate about this place and like you know that part of the community or whatever you want to call it. And that's why I love doing this stupid podcast because, you know, um, we, everyone I have on here hates that shit. You know, we, we are like, and I'm finding so many cool LGBTQ plus peeps here on stereo. And it's, uh, that is like so cool because the first part of my stereo time was like just horrible. Just, I was like, Oh great. So it's just like an open mic where it's going to be a bunch of white straight guys talking about their dicks. Awesome. Thanks stereo. But now it's, it's getting a lot better and having cool people and uh, and now you are one of them. So yeah, it's, 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 I feel honored. It's, it's nice. What's your um? Just so that our, our fabulous listeners know, what what part of the rainbow do you identify as? 
Oh, you know, it's been a journey, I guess. I mostly just yeah, um, I know. I mostly just go with gay man because it's easier to. It's the easiest to process. I, I I'm not. I know. Super, I, <laughs> I'm not. In, I'm not like super incredibly binary. Um, I think Rebecca yeah. Sugar kind of put it the best. It's like her characters, as she said, they're coded female, but and they're just, and they're cool with using those pronouns. It's just kind of whatever. A lot of people have this like misconception that like when you come out of the closet as whatever that is for you, that like that's it. That like that's the be all end all. Like you've arrived, you've 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 run through the like finish line, and like that's it. But I feel like the more I talk to people about like their their experiences, like that's almost when it starts. Like you come out, and then there's like this whole other tidal wave of bullshit that like kind of like you know is overwhelming. I think. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 uh, judgment within our community and, and all that fun stuff. But like for you, did you like growing up, was it like, were you able to just come out? Did you have to like hook up with people on the down low? Were you in like a super redneck town? Were you in a liberal city? I, I'm obsessed with people's life. So you have to like tell me your thing in a nutshell. Okay, <laughs> so this is kind of wild. Um so and you know you of course know my roommate kate the who hosts the uh lgbt mic at dow comedy studio yes. in beautiful koreatown los angeles <laughs> yes we love kate um we a lot of people know this by now because we banter and bicker and half the mics just turn into us slinging insults back and forth at each other right um, <laughs> we uh, actually we grew up together um in uh roughly in more or less in Denver, but all kind of the uh, Westminster area, which is like, you know, it's like what Burbank is to L.A., essentially. Oh, cool. Um, but it's this really weird area where it's like, it's suburban, but very urban at the same time. Like, mm. the school we went to was like absolute ghetto shit. <laughs> all of our classmates looked like the, like, Love children of Cardi B and Napoleon Dynamite. Oh God! <laughs> oh, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> it's it was the weirdest fucking school. I gotta tell you, like even I'm still actually friends with a good number of people that I went to school with, like from elementary school to middle school to high school, and it's not really like, which is funny because it's not really a small community, but yeah, yet they like really close themselves off. Interesting. They've isolated themselves, which is weird. There's like so many people from my graduating class or Kate's graduating class before that one before mine that it's like they didn't realize you could leave. Yeah, that you don't have to marry <laughs> yeah. someone that you, that like grew up on your block. Uh, yes, I know, I know, I know that. I, th- I feel like you know my my hometown has that same thing. It's like so many so many people that are just you know, in the town they were born in and grew up in. And yeah, there's like this, this weird, like they never leave type thing happening. And yet weirdly, our school was really gay. Really? There was, there was lots of LGBT stuff going on. Um, just never with me. <laughs> like, yeah, it was very, very open, very accepting of shit, like of that kind of thing. For the most part, um, mm-hmm. I very rarely dealt with any sort of homophobia mm-hmm. growing up, to be honest. Um, I was very lucky. 
Um, granted, I got shit for a lot of stuff because I'm, you know, people will also cut, would tell me that I was like gross and weird. Um, right, of course, yeah. But yeah. To be fair, get off I was, totally. To be fair, it's because I was gross and weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah. We we yeah. all have our our, our our main things that that are that are blatantly out there. But yeah, yeah, it's cool that you didn't have to like deal with a super, super amount of like gay bullying or whatever whatever people want to call that. Not, not a whole lot. I mean, if there was, it was usually more subtle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, same same honestly, here. There was honest... no big, like, gay bullies around in my town. I mean, people hated gay people, but for the most part, uh, they did that shit behind your back. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, but it was like, honestly, I had a very smooth, it was very smooth for me coming out. Like I didn't really have to tell anybody in my family. They all just kind of figured it out on their own. What were the, what were the giveaways for you? Was it like, um, like a Britney Spears poster? Like what was, what gave away little Joaquin's secret? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my, According to my mom, it was when I was three, and all I wanted for Christmas was that Princess Jasmine doll. <gasps> yes! Yay! I love that! <laughs> Princess Jasmine, exotic and fabulous. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, I've never been, like, one for, like, I think that was the big sign, is I was never one for, like, the boys' toys or the boys' media. You right, know, and, um, like, it's... Was your mom, it sounds like your mom wasn't like, a, I mean, did you get the doll? Did people like give you shit about the doll or did you, were you just able to get it and love it? Oh, I got her and loved her. My, the dog chewed off her, fro- the dog chewed off her forearms at one point, but I never stopped loving her. <laughs> that fucking dog. <laughs> oh my it God, that's awesome. It wasn't until she was brushed bald and her head completely fell off that my mom was like, oh, okay, we should probably, uh replace this (laughs) you know i don't know why those dolls are so like they they just want their hair to be shaved off i don't know why i I, i've shaved many a doll's hair and i endorse that i do oh no i didn't shave her head i just brushed it like obsessively (laughs) until she was bald (laughs) yeah oh my god i I love that hair care um it's funny um and yeah my mom has always been my mom has kind of always been my angel. I have a, I'm really grateful. I have a great relationship with her. Um, I love that. You know, she's always been my rock. We still talk. We, we at least text every day if we don't talk on the phone. Oh, uh, I love that. We're, we're great. She's great. Um, things aren't the best with, obviously, you know, things aren't the best with my dad or my brothers, but you know, fuck sure. Them. I mean, I love right. them. I love them to death. And I, I really miss them, but also, you know, fuck them. So they have a problem. Okay, I they, totally they were that. the ones. They were the. They were the ones that gave me shit more so than like any of the kids at school for being, mm-hmm. you know, too girly yeah. for being too sissy. And then I don't know. It's one of those things, and maybe it's just the Catholic Mexican thing on my dad's side. It's like oh. I was always. Oh, I was either yeah. too gentle or I was too rough, and there was like no way of appeasing that. So I finally just said, "Fuck it, I'm a do me." Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's classic toxic mask parental bullshit for yeah. sure. Um, that 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 so many like older guys just like instilled into their kids. But I do like is um are your parents like still together? Did they get divorced? Yeah. It's like 
the brother like everyone still lives like as one back home kind of yeah um they all live very close they don't live together they don't all live together but they all live very close to each other my parents are my parents are still together like 35 years later wow that's always fascinating to me when people have like you know parents like that that's like wow that's super cool did so 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 even though even though you're obviously your dad and your mom kind of took the whole gay thing a little differently they were obviously together when you like told them so like how did you how did you tell your mom was it in like a birthday card or was it like a dinner like what what was the actual like dear mom moment it was junior year of high school and i just i had like my first like real boyfriend and i just said hey mom i'm dating this guy and she's like okay be home by be home for dinner oh i love who was the guy was he like a a guy at school or a guy outside school um we were just a couple of lonely little gay nerds we're actually still pretty friendly to this day oh my Um, god i love okay so we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about that boy i just need to um thank our one listener because there's a message i'm gonna play let's let's hope it's not a racial hey guys you guys are so cool i just wanted to tell you guys you guys keep on what you're doing i really like lgbtq Oh, well, that was sweet. Oh, cool. But, buddy, you got to be 18. I hope I hope you're not under, you know, whatever. I mean, he's gone now, so that's fine. But um, <laughs> so sometimes, like, really obnoxious kids come on here, and I'm like, get the hell out. But that kid sounded very sweet. What a cutie cutie. You know, I believe I believe in uplifting the gaybies, but, you know, there's some conversations they shouldn't be a part of yet. <laughs> I <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, especially in a few minutes, I'm going to be getting to some gross questions. So, like, he needs to get to stuff. <laughs> what? Uh, so, okay, so the first boyfriend guy, did you just, like, boyfriend holding hands? Or was it, like, boyfriend doing sexual things? Uh, some good makeout sessions, but that's about as far as it got. Um, I was, I oh, mean, okay. people, people were constantly fucking in my school, especially the gay ones. I was pretty much the only one wow, that didn't I, because I was horrendously repressed up until college, so. Right, right. I love that there were so many gay people, like, in your school. That's that's so interesting to me. And that, that you were, like, the virginal one. <laughs> Joaquin yeah, was, like, the good, I was the good gay guy. I was kind of, I was, like I said, I was judgmental about it because it's, like, I knew I wanted to be a whore, but then I was, like, judgy yeah. about other people doing it. It was it was a problem, you know. Um, I don't talk about it much. There was, I, there, I think, there was a little bit of a bad touch situation when I was a small child. Sure, so yeah, hey, it, I, it very much I totally kind of feel like that. Warped, very much warped my view, and it's like even as as much as I love as sexual of a person as I could be, it was like it still made me feel like, oh, this is not a this is something that's not actually okay or that it's dirty. Yeah, and so it took me a long yeah, time know, to really embrace it. It's it's funny how you know I also am a am a you know whatever of of, of sexual abuse as a child and I feel like everyone kind of has a different reaction. For me, I was I was like the opposite of that. You know, for me, it was like that Lady Gaga song, like "Do what you want to my body." Like I was like, I don't fucking care. So right. I, I I can I can understand that because the, the other the other side of that is exactly what you're talking about of, of it being a little bit too much. However, did you you know did you feel like a I mean you said you wanted to be a horse so like when did you start like playing with yourself and how did you discover masturbation? Did you already know about it? Did you think it was something you did? 
Did you use your mom's like baby oil? How did that happen? Um, I think I knew about it a little bit because I was, you know, in this situation, I was kind of exposed to it at an early age. Right. Before okay. I, yeah. You know, should have been. Um, and then, like, when did you actually lose your virginity? Um, I don't know. I, I guess by societal standards, it would be like nineteen when I was like nineteen, sophomore year of college. Um, and it's like I don't know. Well, it's I I I always waver on that because I always think of like, isn't virginity in the end kind of a construct? Like we do little things here and there pretty much throughout our lives. It's like why is there like one sure yeah big thing that like changes everything? Well, yeah, there's really not, and there are little things. I mean, yeah, if you go by tech technicality, I mean, God, I would sound like an absolute whore saying I lost my virginity at like four, but like. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. And then, and then there's like the whole teenage spectrum. I feel like from like teenage to twenty something, there's all these little weird in- interactions that don't really count or, or are defined as sex, but are pretty freaking sexual. So, so yeah, it, it can definitely be all over the place. <laughs> so yeah, I guess yeah, my first time by like normal definition would be like sophomore year of college. And I was like, I was basically just, I was ready to do it. And I just said, like, I kind of had this moment of like, I was with, you know, I was drinking and hanging out with some friends, someone I was very comfortable with. Um, and I was just like, you know, I just kind of had this point where I was like, you know, it's now or never. I love it. I love it. So, so you know, it we wasn't, were, we were both it wasn't little... like a total stranger, but it wasn't like a, a super good like person you knew super well oh yeah he's a very he was a good friend um actually we became better friends after the fact than we were before which is kind of funny Mm -hmm. we never became a couple we never had like romantic inklings toward each other we're just kind of like right do this okay i trust you not to like murder (laughs) me in the alley (laughs) which is really all you can ask for in a partner you know yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, another person, that was actually another person. Like, I don't know how I've just, I've made friends with people in unusual ways that it's just, or we have unusual experiences together and somehow we still keep the friendship going for like years. And I, we, we, we've, we've kind of drifted apart, but like, you know, there's still a lot of love between me and this individual circumstance and whatnot, me moving away from Denver. But still, you know, someone that I care That's actually super about. cool. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, it's probably... in my name, Anonymous. So, like, I don't really have, I don't have any names or anyone I could re- reach out to. <laughs> right. Um, so, I'm, t- I, I'm taking it you never had to, like, you never had to, like, sleep with a woman or be with a woman. Or did you ever try being with a woman? Was there any kind of vagina in your face situation? Not yet. I mean, I tried dating girls, like, you know, we all probably did at some point, but didn't really work for yeah. me. And the one girl that I tried dating, we dated for like a week and we're both just like, this isn't working, is it? No. And she's like, yeah, you're super gay. You know that, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because she is another person who I am still in regular contact with, who I actually like visited with just recently. Oh, she now great. lives in that's she now great. lives in like San Diego or 
she kind of drifts between here and San Diego and Vegas, depending on, you know, what she's got going on. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. I'm going to play this message real quick. Yeah, like she asked me if I have super. <laughs> Such a bitch ass. I smacked the shit out of both of you. All right, you big fucking homophobe. I'm going to block you. Thanks for listening. You're such what a, a doll. <laughs> yeah, he's got that flower up in his head, so you know what that means. Cocksucker! Mm-hmm. A little TL there. Hmm. I'm not bothered by the slurs. I'm not bothered by the homophobia. It's the one thing that annoys me more than anything is just the fact that they think they could possibly have any impact. Like, you think you're the first uppity little straight boy to try I to know. put the fear of God in me? Like, go back to your fucking Xbox. <laughs> seriously i i know that you know like i i'm on the same page with you it's it's not really affecting me in the sense of what they say like even touches like me as a person but i'm annoyed because it's like go start your own chat like don't you know like i'm trying to do something here like don't be you know like there are people who are gonna want to leave real messages don't be like be, like clogging up my feed with your bullshit you know like god that's a very the point of the app go start at the if very you're least, insult what? us, at least be fucking clever. Uh, please. Oh, my God. I, lo- I would love a good read. Please. <laughs> Seriously. Basically. All right. Let's, um, let's, go into, let's go into what everyone really wants to hear is about any kind of like, you know, we love talking about gay hookups here. I like to know about the apps, the Craigslist, the bathrooms, the bookstores, uh, the rest ups. You know, I'm a rest up king or queen, however you look at it. But uh, yeah, like, did you, or have you always known the person like you're saying, or, or did you ever have to like, you know, be on the, be on the sneaky or did you just do it? Cause you know, you just didn't want to deal with people. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I've had a little mix of it. Um, I think my first, my, the, I don't really do a lot of internet hookups. There's a lot of, been a lot of chat, but mm-hmm. very little follow through. You're gonna laugh at this mm. one. Um, my the most significant relationship I've had, my ex of three years actually is someone that I met on Tinder. And originally oh, it was wow. just gonna be a I originally meant for it to be a hump em and dump em situation, but then what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> it was too good. It was good dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love me a good up curve, what can I say? <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> um but and then like my first i think that was honestly only like my second internet hookup ever my first one uh was wow, some that's dude pretty I good on, sub dude i met on ok cupid we met at the colorado nice. mills mall which is a little up in the it's up kind of toward the foothills of Denver. Anybody who's in that area knows what I'm talking about. And we went up mm-hmm. to his place. We went up to his place in because that's how I kind of do my thing. Is like it's like a pre fuck interview. I got to make sure that I'm comfortable with someone before <laughs> I let them take my pants off. <laughs> I don't know. So, it's like a pre interview. <laughs> like I said, I don't know. It's like it, it's easier for me. Certain situations, it's like when it's like a one-on-one thing, it's easier for me to like try to, I have to ease into it. Sure, um, yeah. I mean, because you never know what you're, so when you pre-interview, like what what are you looking for just to like, are you just looking for crazy red flags just to make sure they're not like psycho type stuff? Yeah, basically. Just try to get a vibe, see if we can, yeah. see if we get along well. Um, You know, I'm 
Right. I guess I'm a little, I can be a little gray sexual sometimes where it's like, if I, if there's something about me that like, I, like if I find out you're like rude to service people, then I will not find, I cannot find you attractive anymore. Oh my God. I agree. 125,000%. Yes. I hate that. I hate when like you're, when the, like the waitress brings you anything, something, and like the person doesn't say thank you. Like I say thank you for everything they bring over because I know how much it sucks. And I hate when the person you're sitting with just like, doesn't even acknowledge them. Just like, yes, bring me my fork. It's just like, oh, oh, I hate that. Yeah, I hate it too. Um, yeah, it's just, that's just kind of how I am. I don't know. It's like, if I know someone's a terrible person, I cannot be attracted to them. And sometimes that's like, oh my God, yeah. Not. Sometimes there'll be like a guy that I'm not really attracted to, but then we start talking and I get to know them a little and I find out he's like really cool, really sweet dude. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll fuck you. <laughs> Would not yeah. <laughs> kick you out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Absolutely. When you um, moved um, to LA, was it was there like um, was there less things happening romantically, or more things happening? Because there was like you're in like a much bigger city with more <laughs> uh, more options on the menu. Oh, honestly, way less. You know, um, I was wow. I was kind of in a small like I. You know, before that, I was in college for three years, and um, right, there was just kind of a pool there that I could kind of pick and choose from. Just oh, you of, had you like know, your choice of uh, choice of the, the, the the pick. Yeah, I was kind of the I was a bit of a I was kind of the bicycle of the LGBT student services center. If I'm being <laughs> honest, oh my god, that's hot! I love that. Um, but uh. Uh, you know, like I said, I think it, it wasn't intentional. It's just because, like I said, I have to kind of get to know the person I'm hooking up with a little first for the most part. Yeah. Depending, like I said, there's others. We'll get into We'll get into it. We'll get there. Trust me. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, when I came out here, yeah, I just kind of didn't want to deal with people. Um, you know, my my ex was I am bigger. I'm st- I'm pretty stocky. I'm. Well, since quarantine, I'm just fat. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think everybody, like this entire, yeah, we're all, we're, yeah. we're all, it, it's happening. But um, yeah, I've always been a stockier fella. Um, but it's and my my ex, the the big one of three years was uh, like half my body weight. Oh yeah, total total beanpole and. It was not that I have a preference because I don't have like a set type. I like variety, but then, but part of oh, why I love I agreed, that. Part of why I agreed to meet with him, like in this new town and go on a date, was because I saw I looked at his profile and I'm like, okay, yeah, if he tries to like rob me or steal my kidneys, I can take him in a fight. <laughs> Just break his arm. <laughs> I love that evaluation. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. Of course, you know. <laughs> I wish I should have had that kind of mindset earlier because my first internet hookup. So like I said, we met at a mall and this dude is like pretty much the same size as me. And well, I don't mm-hmm. you know, listeners don't know, but you know what I look like. I'm yeah. not small. And uh, <laughs> I'm like an idiot. I'm like, he's like, Hey, you want to like hop in my truck and I'll drive you to my place. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yes. And it was fun. Like it wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about, but it was decent. And he dropped me back off later that night. And I just, and then as I was like driving home, I'm like, huh, it's probably a good thing I didn't get murdered. 
I'm like, that was a dumb thing for me to do. Oh my god, yes. But I don't know. I'm. I feel like I know. The, I know the feeling. Yeah. I'm not always the kind of. I'm not the kind of person who like seeks out the good in people. Like I'm very much a like. Mm. Especially out here, I'm kind of like I'm just gonna assume you suck until proven otherwise. So I prove. I feel like I'm usually a decent judge of character. So. I think that's probably what saved me from getting like mur- murdered or ba- and buried in the desert. Um, uh, you are connected to your intuition. I think I think intuition yeah. is what saves us in those situations. Extremely, yeah, extremely connected. I'm. Uh, I only found this out recently, and based off of a therapist suggestion, um, I'm what they call highly sensitive. It's oh, a, medically, it's a terrible term. Because it doesn't, because it kind of just sounds like it means I can't take criticism, but it essentially means um, it's like 20%, basically like like sexuality and gender and all of that, uh, human sensitivity is on a spectrum. Oh. Um, ranging from like Jeffrey Dahmer to right. whatever, to like the opposite. <laughs> and everybody, most people fall somewhere along the middle. But then there's like a 15 to 20 percent of the human population that's like way on the other end. So it basically means like your entire basically your entire nervous system is more sensitive than the average bears. And that just means sensitive overall with the way that you experience everything from emotions to like, actually, you know, uh, sight, yeah. smell, like everything. Damn. Yeah. You they say. I can't say myself because, you know, I don't know what it's like to be like someone that's more on the average Not. Of the spectrum. But they say yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you're literally like, like your cognitive perception literally runs deeper. Oh, wow. You think about shit a lot more. You're like, because like I'm, I, you're, when we talk about something, if someone, what's the word? Like I can inter, I can interpret and misinterpret things people say like a million different ways because in my mind i'm like yeah. shooting off webs of like well they could mean it this if it's this situation or you know they could mean right. it this way because they said it kind of like this but there's a bit of a tone where you know oh my god that sounds like a horrible nightmare of a curse i'm so sorry <laughs> i mean it's just like because you know all we do is experience our senses and like to yeah. have that so amp- amplified must be exhausting at times Oh, it has been throughout my life. Um, but, you know, knowing yeah. what it is has also helped me, you know, curb curb it. And, you know, I've been able to develop a, lo- a much higher tolerance for, like, distress. Wow, that's awesome. Look at you so grown up now. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, um, so I think that's helped me a lot with... That's kind of a big thing that I've realized comes to play in my hookups is I really have to like feel a person out and get a good like sense of what they're up to. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. You know, um, and when when you do actually like however long it takes to like connect to these people, like like for that mall guy, for the first uh, for the first Internet uh, hookup guy that you met at the mall and he drove you not into the woods to murder you, but to an actual place. Did he take you to like his apartment and then did you guys like do everything or was it just like a little bit of this a little bit of that or was it like the full enchilada type situation oh it was everything (gasps) yes joaquin oh my gosh different rooms different surfaces we're basically just it was technically his parents house but because we were both like 19 and they were out of right 
but I'm just like, and we're just like, all right, let's just do this on like every surface we can while we have the place to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is brave. You are brave, sir. I don't know that it's bravery. I think it's just after years of repression, <laughs> I finally experienced yeah. like that. I finally experienced that touch, that feeling. And like I said, I think being extremely sensitive, like it just kind of, it blew sure. up. It was like such a new intense experience for me i just wanted like more of it my thing is so delayed I'm, let me hold on it's like i have to take my airpods out because my thing is being so delayed like i'm on the today show hold on sorry <laughs> okay. do it live i'm just gonna i know i'm just gonna hold the phone like an old-timey person uh because sometimes my pods make it super delayed anyway sorry um yeah we were saying you were a whore <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like i said yeah it was mostly back in denver um and honestly, what's funny is I've found, I have found, I have found hookups and sex to be like a really good way to connect with some of my friends. Like I have male friends, like LGBT male friends that I'm just friends with. It's 100% platonic, but you know, maybe we fuck on occasion and it's just nice. It's like almost like I, it brings us closer. Yeah, th- I'm jealous of that. I see that is something I've never experienced Um Honestly, I mean, on both fronts, both just having a platonic like friendship, you know, that's very new new for me. Um, and then to 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 go that other level of like being like basically like fuck buddies when you want to be like that's so fascinating. I've never, I've never that. I've yeah. I'm so shut off from any like you know emotions. I just like run out and and hide. So right. that is really interesting to me. I love that. It can be. Um, it can be a lot. Um. I have a really good friend back home that I talk to. Um, and, you know, we hook up when I'm in town. Usually, but wow. um, more often than not. But we're also very emotionally supportive of each other. We have good, long, deep conversations. And, you know, he's one of my best friends. And we but we both acknowledge, like, yeah, we would never work as a couple. And I don't and we neither of us wants to pursue that. Right. Right. God. So, uh like super like healthy communication geez yeah which is ironic all the more ironic that like we would not work as a couple because like all of the pieces are there but we know that our personalities would just not (laughs) allow it to work like that yeah isn't that isn't that something how you can like have sex have great communication but still just you know it's just not a fit you know yeah between and we also figure between his bpd and my ocd it would just not go smoothly at all (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh yeah you, you guys we don't need any, we don't need any more intense emotions involved <laughs> i just i don't know how i've just fucked a lot of my friends well yeah i I, I, I enjoy that because now like most of these people who you fucked that were your friends aren't it doesn't seem like you you had like these i don't want to say like dramatic endings or but like basically no one got ghosted like you guys are still civil or acquaintances yeah. or whatnot. And that's, that's, uh, I don't usually hear that, honestly. Like that's something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, despite how unapproachable I try to be, I just seem to make friends easily. And I do not understand it for the <laughs> life of me. <laughs> unapproachable is like your brand. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, my I think being highly sensitive helps with that as I'm just able to empathize and connect with people and it just kind of works out that way. What do you 
I like to ask everybody, you know, because we always talk about toxic masculinity in like regular, you know, I say regular and like in like just American culture and society in general for everyone. But then I feel like there's this special extra toxic mask broness in um, in our own community. And so I like to see what what do you hate most about the LGBTQ plus God bless love and light love you all. But we all have stuff we hate about it. So I want to know what yours is. Well, uh, I guess just the sh- uh, the utter shallowness of it all. You know, you're the body that, shaming, uh, the bottom shaming, the mask. You gotta have, you gotta, yeah, mask for mask. You gotta be, you're less if you're a bottom, you're less if you're this and that. You're, it's like you, you're too fat, you're too skinny. You gotta have a six pack and eight inches or you're nothing. And usually they want you oh to be, like, they want you to be a carton of skim milk, you know, just all white and <laughs> fat free. <laughs> Which sounds honestly i i know i'm never getting fat free milk ever fuck that shit <laughs> i want to thank joaquin martinez for chatting with me live on stereo app remember to download the stereo app and follow thomas anonymous and join me for the next live broadcast we go live thursdays at 8 p.m pacific time but you know we'll always be here too so relax if you want to send me hate mail make sure to follow me on instagram at thomas anonymous pod that's Thomas Anonymous Pod. Okay, bye. I totally forgot to say that there's a part two with Joaquin. Uh, we talked a lot more, and that is going to be on a future episode of the Thomas Anonymous Show. Okay, I know, this sounds different now. Bye. <laughs>